Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I am reading from the Founder's Bible, and it is a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founder's era. You can find where to get one in the podcast description. I highly recommend it for your home, for your family. It is truly a beautiful, beautiful Bible. I am also following the five-day Bible reading plan on this podcast, and you can download and print a copy today at www.5daybiblereading.com if you would like to do that. So if this is your first time here, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I'm so glad that someone has shared this with you. I greatly appreciate knowing that someone shared this with you. That's amazing. And so keep sharing. For those of you that are here and are enjoying this and are along for this journey, thank you for being here and for sharing this with people. That's how we get the word out. So you are absolutely welcome to start here right? And just go to the end and then go back to day one. That is absolutely fine. Or you can just stop this episode right here and go to episode number one and let today be your day one in reading the Bible in a year. I'm just so glad that you're here. It's all God, right? Exactly. So with all that said, um, to be, I'm, I'm fully transparent and honest. I've never read the whole Bible and I've absolutely never done it in a year. So this is also... <clears throat> A part of that experience. And so with that said, I'm going to mispronounce, you know, names and places and locations. And I'm sure you have done that too. So hey, see, we're, we're all here. We're, we're all here and we all try our best, right? And as long as we are just making a commitment of being in God's word each day. Wow, you know, that's awesome. What a, what a wonderful thing we're doing. So For Connection and Community, you can consider joining the Move Forth with Grace community on my website. I will absolutely not sell you one thing. It's just a place for us to gather as we grow together this year. So today is day 70, folks, and we will be reading Judges 4 through 6 and Luke 21. Deborah and Barak deliver from Canaanites. Then the sons of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord after Ehud died. The sight of the Lord, oh, and the Lord sold them into the hand of Javan, king of Canaan, who reigned in Hazor, and the commander of his army was Sisera, who lived in Harosheth, Hagoyim. The sons of Israel cried to the Lord, for he had nine hundred iron chariots, and he oppressed the sons of Israel severely for twenty years. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was judging Israel at that time. She used to sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the sons of Israel came up to her for judgment. Now she sent and summoned Barak, the son of Abinom, from Kadesh Naphtali, and said to him, 
Behold, the Lord, the God of Israel, has commanded, Go and march to Mount Tabor, and take with you ten thousand men from the sons of Naphtali and from the sons of Zebulun. I will draw out to you Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his many troops to the river of Kishon, and I will give him into your hand. Then Barak said to her, If you will go with me, then I will go, but if you will not go with me, I will not go. She said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the honor shall not be yours on the journey that you are about to take, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hands of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak and Kadesh. Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali together to Kadesh, and 10,000 men went up with him. Deborah also went up with him. Now Heber, the Kenite, had separated himself from the Kenites, from the sons of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, and had pitched his tent as far away as the oak in Zananim, which is near Kadesh. Then they told Sisera that Barak, the son of Abinom, had gone up to Mount Tabor. Sisera called together all his chariots, 900 iron chariots, and all the people who were with him from Harasheth, Hagoyim, to the river Kishon. Deborah said to Barak, Arise, for this is the day in which the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Behold, the Lord has gone out before you. So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. The Lord rooted Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak and Sisera alighted from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Herosheth Hagoim, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword, not even one was left. Now Sisera fled away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite, for there was peace between Jabin the king of Hazor and the house of Heber the Kenite. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my master, turn aside to me. Do not be afraid. And he turned aside to her into the tent, and she covered him with a rug. He said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a bottle of milk and gave him a drink. Then she covered him. He said to her, Stand in the doorway of the tent, and it shall be if anyone comes and inquires of you, and says, Is there anyone here, that you shall say no. But Jael, Heber's wife, took a tent peg and seized a hammer in her hand and went secretly to him and drove the peg into his temple, and it went through into the ground, for he was sound asleep and exhausted, so he died. And behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said to him, Come, and I will show you the man whom you are seeking. And he entered with her, and behold, Sisera was lying dead with the tent peg in his temple. So God subdued on that day Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the sons of Israel. The hand of the sons of Israel pressed heavier and heavier upon Jabin, the king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin, the king of Canaan. The Song of Deborah and Barak Then Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinom, sang on that day, saying, That the leaders led in Israel, that the people volunteered, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O rulers. I, to the Lord, I will sing. I will sing praise to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the field of 
Edom. The earth quaked, the heavens also dripped, even the clouds dripped water. The mountains quaked at the presence of the Lord, this Sinai at the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted, and travelers went by roundabout ways. The peasantry ceased, they ceased in Israel, until I, Deborah, arose, until I arose a mother in Israel. New gods were chosen, then war was in the gates, not a shield or a spear was seen, among forty thousand in Israel. My heart goes out to the commanders of Israel, the volunteers among the people. Bless the Lord. You who ride on white donkeys, you who sit on rich carpets, and you who travel on the road, sing. At the sound of those who divide flocks among the watering places, there they shall recount the righteous deeds of the Lord, the righteous deeds for his peasantry in Israel. Then the people of the Lord went down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, sing a song. Arise, Barak, and take away your captives, O son of Abinom. Then survivors came down to the nobles. The people of the Lord came down to me as warriors. From Ephraim, those whose root is in Amalek came down, following you, Benjamin, with your peoples. From Machir, commanders came down, and from Zebulun, those who wield the staff of office. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah. As was Issachar, so was Barak. Into the valley they rushed at his heels. Among the division of Reuben, they were great resolves of heart. Why did you sit among the sheepfolds, to hear the piping for the flocks? Among the divisions of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. Gilead remained across the Jordan, and why did Dan stay in ships? Asher sat at the seashore, and remained by its landings. Zebulun was a people who despised their lives even to death, and Naphtali also on the high places of the field. The kings came and fought, then fought the kings of Canaan. At Tanakh, near the waters of Megiddo, they took no plunder in silver. The stars fought from heaven. From their courses they fought against Sisera. The torrent of Kishon swept them away. The ancient torrent, the torrent Kishon, O my soul, march on with strength. Then the horse's hoofs beat from the dashing, the dashing of his valiant steeds. Curse morose, said the angel of the Lord. Utterly curse its inhabitants, because they did not come to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the warriors. Most blessed of women is Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. Most blessed is she of women in the tent. He asked for water, and she gave him milk. In a magnificent bowl, she brought him curds. She reached out her hand for the tent peg and her right hand for the workman's hammer. And she struck Sisera, she smashed his head, and she shattered and pierced his temple. Between her feet he bowed, he fell, he lay. Between her feet he bowed, he fell. Where he bowed, there he fell dead. Out of window, out of the window she looked and lamented, the mother of Sisera through the lattice. Why does his chariot delay his coming, delay in coming? Why do the hoofbeats of his chariots tarry? Her wise princesses would answer her. Indeed, she repeats her words to herself. Are they not finding? Are they not dividing the spoil? A maiden, two maidens for every warrior, to Sisera a spoil of dyed work, a spoil of dyed work embroidered, embroidered, dyed work of double embroidery on the neck of the spoiler? Thus let all your enemies perish, O Lord. 
but let those who love him be like the rising of the sun in its might. And the land was undisturbed for 40 years. Israel oppressed by Midian, chapter 6. Then the sons of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord gave them into the hands of Midian seven years. The power of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of Midian, the sons of Israel made for themselves the dens which were in the mountains and the caves and the strongholds. For it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites would come up with the Amalekites and the sons of the east and go against them. So they would camp against them and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance in Israel as well as no sheep, ox, or donkey. For they would come up with their livestock and their tents. They would come in like locusts for number. Both they and their camels were innumerable, and they came into the land to devastate it. So Israel was brought very low because of Midian, and the sons of Israel cried to the Lord. Now it came about when the sons of Israel cried to the Lord on account of Midian, that the Lord sent a prophet to the sons of Israel, and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, It was I who brought you up from Egypt and brought you out from the house of slavery. I delivered you from the hands of the Egyptians and from the hands of all your oppressors and dispossessed them before you and gave you their land. And I said to you, I am the Lord your God. You shall not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have not obeyed me. Gideon is visited. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak that was in Ophrah, which belonged to Josh, the Abizurite, as his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress in order to save it from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. Then Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. The Lord looked at him and said, Go in this your strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Have have I not sent you? He said to him, O Lord, how shall I deliver Israel? Behold, my family is the least in Manasseh, and I am the youngest in my father's house. But the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat Midian as one man. So Gideon said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who speak with me. Please do not depart from here until I come back to you and bring out my offering and lay it before you. And he said, I will remain until you return. Then Gideon went in and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from an ephah of flour. He put the meat in a basket and the broth in a pot and brought them out to him under the oak and presented them. The angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread. And fire sprang up from the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. Then the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. When Gideon saw that he was the angel of the Lord, he said, Alas, O Lord God, for now I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. The Lord said to him, Peace to you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and named it, The Lord is Peace. 
To this day, it is still an Ophrah of the Abiezrites. Now on the same night, the Lord said to him, Take your father's bull and a second bull seven years old and pull down the altar of Baal, which belongs to your father, and cut down the Asherah that is beside it, and build an altar to the Lord your God on the top of this stronghold in an orderly manner, and take a second bull and offer a burnt offering with the wood of the Asherah, which you shall cut down. Then Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord had spoken to him. And because he was too afraid of his father's household and the men of the city to do it by day, he did it by night. The altar of Baal destroyed. When the men of the city arose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was torn down, and the Asherah which was beside it was cut down, and the second bull was offered on the altar which had been built. They said to one another, Who did this thing? And when they searched about and inquired, they said, Gideon, the son of Josh, did this thing. Then the men of the city said to Josh, Bring out your son, and he may die, for he has torn down the altar to Baal, and indeed he has cut down the Asherah which was beside it. But Josh said to all who stood against him, Will you contend for Baal, or will you deliver him? Whoever will plead for him shall be put to death by morning. If he is a god, let him contend for himself, because someone has torn down his altar. Therefore on that day he named him Jerubal, that is to say, let Baal contend against him, because he had torn down his altar. Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites and the sons of the east assembled themselves, and they crossed over and camped in the valley of Jezreel. So the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, and the Abizrites were called together to follow him. He sent messengers throughout Manasseh, and they also were called together to follow him. And he sent messengers to Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, and they came up to meet them. Sign of the Fleece Then Gideon said to God, If you will deliver Israel through me as you have spoken, behold, I will put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is a dew on the fleece only, and it is dry on all the ground, then I will know that you will deliver Israel through me as you have spoken. And it was so. When he arose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece, he drained the dew from the fleece, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not let your anger burn against me, that I may speak once more. Please let me make a test once more with the fleece. Let it, be, let it now be dry only on the fleece, and let there be dew on all the ground. God did so that night, for it was dry only on the fleece, and the dew was on all the ground. Luke 21, the widow's gift. And he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw a poor widow putting in two small copper coins. And he said, Truly I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all of them. For they all out of their surplus put into the offering, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had to live on. And while some were talking about the temple, that it was adorned with beautiful stones and votive gifts, he said, As for these things which you are looking at, the days will come in which there will not be left one stone upon another which will not be torn down. They questioned him, saying, Teacher, 
When therefore will these things happen? And what will be the sign when these things are about to take place? And he said, See to it that you are not misled, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and disturbances, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first, but the end does not follow immediately. Things to come. Then he continued by saying to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes, and in various places plagues and famines, and there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and will persecute you, delivering you to the synagogues and prisons, bringing you before kings and governors for my name's sake. It will lead to an opportunity for your testimony. So make up your minds not to prepare beforehand to defend yourselves, for I will give you utterance and wisdom, which none of your opponents will be able to resist or refute. But you will be, you will be betrayed even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death, and you will be hated by all because of my name. Yet not a hair on your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain your lives." But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then recognize that her desolation is near. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains, and those who are in the midst of the city must leave, and those who are in the country must not enter the city, because these are days of vengeance, so that all things which are written will be fulfilled. Woe to those who are pregnant, and to those who are nursing babies in those days, for there will be great distress upon the land, and wrath to this people, and they will fall by the edge of the sword, and will be led captive into all the nations, and Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. The Return of Christ There will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth dismay among nations, in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves. Men fainting from fear and the expectation of the things which are coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to take place, straighten up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Behold the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they put forth leaves, you see it. And know you for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, recognize that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts will not be weighted down with, dis- with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life. And that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap, for it will come upon all those who dwell on the face of all the earth. But keep on the alert at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are about to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Now during the day he was teaching in the temple, but at evening he would go out and spend the night on the mount that is called Olivet. And all the people would get up early in the morning to come to him in the temple to listen to him. 
those are our readings today. Wow, I got the chills reading Luke 21. So very powerful. Just reflecting on these, (laughs) the words from Jesus. He's giving us clues and answers. He is telling us what to expect. We do not know that day. We absolutely do not. When we are to be on guard, meaning just expecting that time at any time. And to not be worried, to not be afraid. And it will not be like a trap. It will not. And we pray that we may have the strength to escape all of these things that he's describing. May that bring you peace that he is giving us a way to not experience this. So powerful. So, so very powerful. And, you know, the world looks pretty crazy out there right now, right? (laughs) And so we just pray for that peace. We pray for (laughs) the strength to not fear. And Jesus tells us that very clearly, very, very clearly. (laughs) It's Luke 21, 28. But when these things begin to take place, straighten up and lift your heads. We aren't, we aren't putting our heads down as I have, my goodness, countless times, especially of these last two years, countless times I've put my head down in fear. Oh my goodness, crippled. And to be able to sit here today and to read that and to understand that and to truly trust in Jesus, our salvation is so very powerful. So very powerful. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time together. Thank you again. I don't know how many times that I can thank you. There, there, I cannot thank you enough for sending us Jesus. To be a part of Jesus. To receive the Holy Spirit into our hearts to embody the Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit, is truly astounding. And that we, that we would be a part of that is a place where we all can take pause and reflect in deep gratitude to you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for reminding us through Jesus very clearly to not worry. I know that my mind goes to worry, and it is definitely um, something that we all probably struggle with, Lord, and I just ask that you lift us up. And, And I thank you for lifting us up, and I thank you for giving us your word that we can look at when we have times of worry 
and doubt. And we can come right back here to Luke chapter 21. And we can imagine Jesus saying that to to us. And we can hold that in our hearts and we can focus our minds on these very words and many others from the Bible. So thank you. Thank you for all of these assurances, Lord, as we go through our days here. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Well, that concludes our readings for today. So glad again. I know I say this every time, but I am. I'm so glad. I'm truly that you are here. And may I please, you know, may this, not not me, because it's not me <laughs> doing this, right? Um, may this time together each day on this podcast, may it ignite something in you to share this with people in your life so that we can all read the Bible this year, right? You can always start today. You don't have to wait. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.